an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. Figure out what your stories are. Start getting more aware of the things that are happening in your life because there's always support around you. And I happen to pay attention really closely to what's going on. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, it's your host and coach, Amy Stark, and today is the three-year anniversary of the podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm celebrating over here. It has been a long journey. It has been fun. I've interviewed a lot of amazing guests. I've learned so much, not only from our guests, but also about myself and what it's like to be a podcaster. We don't come downloaded with that information necessarily. I've just tried to do my best. So I hope you've all enjoyed it and have been learning a lot. Today, to celebrate the three-year anniversary, I thought I would tell you some amazing stories that have really supported me on my journey to becoming a psychic medium intuitive healer. And it sounds like Spirit also wants me to mention motivational speaker. <laughs> I think that's a, the new direction that they're going to be taking me in, but we will see. I'm open to it all. I'll start off with that story. I have been recently going through releasing a lot of programming and upgrading my energy and things like that. And I was out walking by a, a lake that's near us. And I was thinking about my journey. And I was like, when I went from working in the New York City public school system to working for a celebrity and my life was like totally easy and convenient, <laughs> I'm like, it was amazing. I went, so I basically went from like despair to euphoria. I was like, wow, I totally like stepped in an elevator. It wasn't even like I walked upstairs. Like I completely skipped timelines and like went to a whole new place. So I was like, you know what? I'm ready for that next up leveling. I'm ready to get into that elevator and find out what's next. And I was like, God, I surrender to my angels. I surrender. I'm ready. I'll let you take the wheel, basically. And I turned to my right and I have passed this bench many different times. And it said to new beginnings on the bench. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> okay, awesome. Let's go. So that was exciting. I have other stories that I want to share with you about some protection that I've received in the past, but also some serendipitous moments that are just like ridiculous. And then also just knowing that I'm supported on my journey. One of the amazing stories was when I had an apartment that I had gone in Florida and I really was lonely. And I said to Fen, like, I really think I want to get a dog. So I started looking on rescue websites. I was like really nervous to ask our landlord if I could adopt a dog because we weren't supposed to have pets. 
as I'm <laughs> as I'm printing out the application that says that you have to get your landlord's approval, I print it out and I'm like, okay, I have it. And then the doorbell rang and I had not seen my landlord for probably nine months. And sure enough, he rings my doorbell and he's like, hey, I just came by to drop off these air purifier filters. And I was like, thank you. But do you think you could sign this? I really want to get a pet. And sure enough, he was like, that's fine as long as you put down a pet deposit. And I wound up adopting Maggie, my little baby. She's my first dog and she's been amazing. She has human eyes for sure. And she used to sit and meditate with me all the time. And shortly after I got her, Finn was like, do you love having a dog? And I was like, yeah, now I don't want to cry every day because I'm lonely. That was a really amazing story how the universe just stepped in because I was nervous. And I, I, I know myself, like, I probably would not have brought that application over to my landlord because I just, I'm, I'm a rule follower. Having that rule of no dogs in your apartment, I was kind of like, I got to honor that. You know, I signed the lease and he also did us a favor when we rented the place. I really loved it. We were right on a lake, had a beautiful view, so I didn't want to screw anything up. <laughs> anyway, I just love when they step in and they do things like that. Another amazing story was when all of my sisters were in the car and I was driving and it started pouring rain. And I was very scared that we were going to go right off either the side of the road or into another car because it was raining so hard that I couldn't see between the wipers moving across the windshield. All of a sudden, the cars in front of me I saw were stopping and I didn't know why they were stopping because I couldn't see far enough ahead. And so I slammed on the brakes and I saw the tiniest of openings between two cars I aimed for that and we went right through that tiny opening, which all three of my sisters did not know how we made it through that because we definitely should have hit a car. Like there's just no way. As I reviewed it later, I recognized that there were two angels on either side of the car that must have either put us through a time warp or I have no idea. Like, I don't, I really, honestly, I can't tell you what exactly happened, but we were safe and made it through that. Another very interesting story is when I was trying to name my son. You know, it's hard naming a kid, you know, you just don't know. So I was talking with my mom and she was like, you're going to name him AJ. And I was like, mom, I'm... <laughs> mom, come on. Like, that's not fair to like already say that I'm going to name him that. So I was kind of annoyed with her, but I sat with it. And then I laid down on the beach like a couple weeks later and I took a nap and I woke up and I heard he will be called AJ. And I was like, whoa, I wonder what the A and the J stand for. And I was pretty certain that the J was going to be Joseph after my father. So the A, I was like, I don't know what that is. And I, I didn't know any A names that I was really a fan of. I go out with my sister-in-law and she's like, what are you going to name your kid? Because you're about to have your kid. You should know. And I was kind of like, I don't know. But like I, my mom said it was supposed to be AJ. I heard on the beach that it was supposed to be AJ. And I still don't know what the A name is. And she's like, we tried all these names. And I was like, no, 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 no. So then I went home. Well, actually, we were staying with Finella's parents and I went to go get the mail for them. And as I pulled the mail into the house, I glanced down and I'm at the very top. <laughs> You're never going to believe this. At the very top of the letters that were there, it said A.J. Keg. And I was like, what the F? Nobody had the letters A.J. Keg in the whole family. There should never have been an A.J. 
keg on the letter. Like it was mailed to an AJ keg. So I was like, okay, clearly this is it. I'm going to stop fighting it really like the AJ part. So I, I go downstairs and I lay down, I grab my phone. And I'm like, you know what? I really want a name that is similar to Fenella's name, which is Gaelic. So I, I'm like, boy names that are Gaelic, starting with the letter A. And that's when I found Aiden. It said fiery one. And I was like, that is perfect. So, you know, we had two other names that we had picked out just in case. But when we both saw him, we were like, his name is Aiden. And then he wound up being Aiden Joseph. That is another funny story that I was like, how in the world could this have ever happened? Like this was completely orchestrated. So amazingly. Another story is when I, so I was about eight months pregnant, we were moving and I was like, Fen, can we please go to the beach? You know, one last time, I'm like going to miss the beach so much because we're moving to Colorado. She's like, absolutely, let's go. So she had just gone in a new car and well, it was a used car, but it was new to us. We drive to the beach and all of a sudden, like we notice that we have a flat tire and then we're like, do we have two flat tires? And so we're like, man, we got to pull over. So we pull over to a parking lot. And we realized that we have definitely two flat tires and it looks like we might have four total flat tires. And we're like, no freaking way. Like what happened? Like we didn't even go through a construction zone. I'm like, come on. Like, I really want to go to the beach. This is our last opportunity to get to the beach. Like, let's get this guy to change the tire because I thought maybe it was only one or two. And then it turned out to be four. And he was like, there's just no way we can change four tires today. And so like, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh. Well, it turned out that I had preeclampsia, which I didn't know, which when you have high blood pressure and if I had gone out onto the beach and like started to overheat, I could have had a stroke and I could have lost my son. That was totally serendipitous. I mean, it's not even like we had one flat tire or even two. It was four. And I remember we were just like at this random restaurant and like I had to go in and like eat whatever they had there. And I was like, this sucks. And I was just pissed because I really wanted to go to the beach. Another amazing story was when I found this house. I was, again, eight months pregnant. So apparently I'm pretty powerful when I'm pregnant. I was eight months pregnant and we were like desperate to find a house out here in Colorado. And at the time, houses would get on the market and then they'd be off in a day. So it was like crazy to find one. And a lot of the houses actually needed a lot of work. And I'm I'm fine with doing work. You know, I don't mind that. But being pregnant and then having a baby, I was like, we really can't do that. I can't be laying tile and painting walls and things like that you know, while I'm pregnant. We see 25 houses and I'm like at my wits end because I, did, I had preeclampsia and I didn't even know. I was waiting to find a house and then go to the doctor. I'm like, Fen, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to just figure out what's going on here, why it's taking us so long. I can't take much more of this. So I go and I meditate and I come out of the meditation and I'm like, Fen, there's a house that they've picked out for us. It's perfect. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but there's a perfect house picked out for us. It has all the things on our list and we're going to know that it's ours when we when we see it. So I'm like, that's really crazy. <laughs> Like, I kind of didn't even believe it because I was just so desperate. Like, I had just been worn out. And so anyway, so we go and we meet with our realtor that day. And she shows us a bunch of houses. And I'm like, God, this is so annoying. Like, we can't find this house. And so I was like, let's go and get some snacks or whatever. So we're sitting there and I'm like, I really want to go to this one house, Fan. I saw it. And I know it's out of our budget, but I really want to go. I just need to see it. And she was like, no, I'm, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, no. 
<laughs> and all of a sudden spirit started like talking through me. And I know when I get like really irritated, that's when spirit is like, no, we're not allowing you to miss this opportunity. Like we're going to kick your ass and you're going to get there. So I'm like, you need to take me there. <laughs> and she was like, God, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know, but just take me there. So we drive and I'm like, this is not the house. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, this doesn't feel like it's the right one. And I'm like, so Tan, just drive up the, the street for a second and let me see what's up at the top of the, the hill. And sure enough, we drive up to the top of the hill and there's this little tiny dog, this little chihuahua that got out. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to get hit. So like I'm eight months pregnant and I'm like swollen like a mother because I have preeclampsia. I, I swear to God, I thought my nose was going to disappear right off my face. But I, I like waddle out of the car. And I'm like, oh, my God, like this dog is actually letting me approach it. I can't even believe it. So I'm like, oh, now I'm scared because I'm like, is it going to bite me last second? So anyway, so I get to the caller and it says that the house has has the number to call. So I call and it's the lady right around the corner. And I'm like, oh, OK. So I said to her, I'm like, hey, do you know of any houses that are for sale in the neighborhood? And she's like, oh, right over there is the sales office. And I was like, oh, OK, wow, I'll go stop by the sales office. So we drive around and I'm like, hold up. She said that sales office was over here, but I, I see a for sale sign. I'm like, am I having mommy brain? Like, what is going on? So I'm like, Fen, that says for sale, not sales office. So she's like, well, let's go see if it's open. We noticed that the door's locked. So we call the lady. The lady comes and she unlocks the door for us. And we walk in and I know it's our house. I like quickly turn around and shut the door and lock it. And somebody comes and knocks on the door and is like, can you let me in? I'd like to see the house. And I was like, sorry, we don't know who you are. <laughs> you can't come in. That was hilarious. Anyway, so we left and I was like, Fen, we're putting an offer in this house and, and that's it. Like, I, I don't care that it's a little bit over budget. Like, we need a house now. I need to get to the doctor and we need to have this baby. So I go down to the sales office and I'm like, hey, look at me. I am eight months pregnant. I need this house. Can you please put me to the, the front of the line? I'm like, when did you put this on the market? She's like, we put it on at 10 a.m. today. And it was like noon. And I'm like, holy crap. She's like, I've gotten a lot of voicemails coming through, but I haven't spoken to anybody. So I'll put you at the top of the list. And this can be your house if you can put a deposit down. So thankfully, Fen calls her mom is like, we need to check right now because we didn't even know where our checks were or anything. So we were able to put down a deposit and get this house. And it's been absolutely amazing. Perfect house. Absolutely everything we wanted and more. That was cool. Another time that I was really supported by the universe was when not only was... Okay, so there's two of them, actually, I just thought of. And so one of them was when I was like <laughs> about to take a job at another school. So it would have been my third school. The principal loved me and he was like... I don't know, whatever the job was, it seemed like it was going to be a pretty good job. But I just couldn't fathom myself going through another year in the New York City public school system. And I'm in the car and I'm about to accept the job and I get rear ended sitting in my car on the side of the road. <laughs> so I and it snapped me out of like, what are you doing? Like, you cannot possibly accept this job. Like, you have to just do something different. So I get rear-ended and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I just said the F word in front of my new principal. I'm like, hang on a second. I just got rear-ended. I got to like figure out what happened. So I, I turn around and there's just some idiot trying to park their car, but it, like they hit me really hard. 
And I'm like, what am I doing? And I told him, I'm like, listen, thank you so much for this offer, but I cannot do this. I, I cannot go back. So sure enough, I wound up getting an awesome job just like a month later or something like that, that changed my whole life. That was cool. And the other thing was I could feel a transformation or whatever a change in my life was coming. This was when I was working for the celebrity. And I was like, you know what? Like my apartment is not working out anymore. Like the heat's never on. I'm getting pissed. Like something's got to change. So I finally get the courage up because, you know, I'm a rule follower and I've like had a lease till, I guess, September or something like that. Actually, it was August. And it was February and I was like, fuck this. Like I hear there are squirrels scratching out my roof. Like my oven doesn't work. My heat is like temperamental. I can't do this anymore. So I call him up and I tell him that. And I'm like kind of ballsy about it. <laughs> What's going to happen? Like, is he going to kick me out or like, is he going to be like, you owe money? And I was, I was trying to pay off debt at the time. And I'm like this, don't screw this up. Just try to be nice and put out good vibes anyway. So he's like, I understand like you have complained about this quite a bit. Like, let's have the walkthrough at the end of the month and, you know, you can be out by then. So I was like, whoa, that was awesome. And then I was like, I hung up the phone. I'm like, where the hell am I going, though, Amy? You didn't even really think about that. Like, I knew I could always stay with my parents, but it was a pain in the ass to drive in to my job from my parents. It was like an hour and a half. But I was like, I guess I can do that. But I only had like 15 days to find a new place. So I hang up the phone and I'm like thinking like, oh my God, Amy, what did you just do? And I get another phone call and it's Fen. And she's like, Amy, you're never going to believe this. But my tenant who is in the apartment that I rent out is moving out March 1st. And I was like, shut up. Are you kidding me? She's like, you can totally stay there until you're done with your, you know, where you're working. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I totally took a leap of faith. I knew in my heart of hearts, like it was not fair what was going on, that I needed to do something different. And I jumped and the universe freaking caught me. It was awesome. That was another amazing story. Let's see what else I have. So we were looking for an apartment in Florida and we had seen a couple of places. We were still kind of striking out. I was like, nothing's right. And I'm watching like a nature show because it's about the only show that'll come on on the TV where we are staying. And I keep seeing like water and I get this sense that we're going to live right by water. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, where is there water in the area? So we can start looking. And then the next thing I see is like these pillars in water. And then I see like pelicans. And then I feel like, look at that, look at that. That's where you're going. And I'm like, okay. And then I hear a song by what's her name? Totally forgetting her name right now. But in the song, they said king. The word king felt like it was like resonating in my head. And I'm like, why is the word king resonating in my head? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, sure enough, <laughs> that day we found an apartment next to the water with those pillars with the penguins or not penguins, pelicans. And the realtor that we were working with, his name was something king. I can't remember his first name. But anyway, so that was like an amazing spirit was just kind of like, here are the words that you need to follow, like the little breadcrumbs, and then you will get the apartment that you'll love. And we were there for two and a half, three years, something like that. And we loved it. This is a very interesting story. Again, <laughs> I was looking through a lot of different options for sperm for my son, because we had to go to a sperm bank, obviously. It was kind of complicated trying to find that. And, and what I wound up doing was I finally found a picture of the donor and as soon as I landed on the donor, 
out came my from my mouth. There's my Bubba. And like, that's what I call my son. And then I swear on my life, it was a sunny day and lightning struck the lake that was right by our house on a sunny day at the exact same time that I found it. So I was like, clearly this is it. This is the one. And it was. So that was really, really amazing. The story that many of you know also is the story about me getting the John Edwards book at a used book sale. And that was, again, ridiculously amazing. I was trying to figure out whether or not I should be a medium because a lot of gifts were opening up for me and it was kind of overwhelming. And I was just like, which direction do I go in? Like, what should I be learning so I can share it with the world? I literally was thinking that like medium was pretty much in, out in the front of all the other things that I was curious about becoming. And I, I walk into this auditorium where there's all these used books and I'm like, holy crap, there's like a thousand books here, even maybe more. And I'm like, I need to cut down on my time. Like, which book am I supposed to take home? Like, light it up. <laughs> so I see this like beam of light right in the middle of the whole place. And I go over to it and I'm like, this is silly. Like, I'm so stupid. Because even even when I went over to that area, there was still quite a few books just around. It wasn't like there was one book there. And I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. And then I'm like, oh, wait, here we go. I'm like, John Edwards, mediumship. I'm like, cool. And then I hear there's a message in there for you. And I'm like, what? Oh, well, maybe it's just like in the book or, you know, what he wrote about. And then I'm like, no, this feels like a real message to me. And so I looked to, to see if it says like, to Amy, <laughs> love John Edwards or something in the middle, like on the inside cover. And I'm like, that would have been crazy, right? I'm like, Amy, you're silly. Like, you're just too much into the spiritual shit. Like, you got to go home. You got to get your head straight, whatever. So I go home, I'm reading the book and I decide I'm going to get a cup of coffee and I put the book down and out falls a note. And it said, dear Amy, this book is not your gift. Meaning mediumship wasn't my gift, like per se. Healing is my gift, like motivational speaking, teaching people how to master their energy. Those are my gifts. I use mediumship to help people to connect with their loved ones, to deliver messages, to upgrade their energy, like I'll get some stories and things like that to find out programming or, or things that might have happened in their DNA in their past. So like, that's how I use my mediumship skills. So anyway, that was ridiculous again. When I met Fen, a couple of things were funny. Okay, so she was my soccer coach. And I know that sounds weird. We were in adult league. I actually had a different coach and that coach asked her to come and help support coaching because she was the only coach. And so Fen came and I had been on the team for many years. So I thought I should probably introduce myself. Well, I am also kind of shy, believe it or not. And I kind of didn't want to get up and shake her hand and say hello. But like, I felt like somebody <laughs> pushed me from the ground, like literally like floated me over to her. It was ridiculous. It was it was beyond. And she still to this day is like, you came over and you introduced yourself. And I thought you were such a dork. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. Like, I don't normally do that. So that was weird. Another one was when I was sitting on the couch at her apartment. We had just watched The Secret and I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I might like really like her. And all of a sudden, I swear on my life, it was like three heads popped up behind the couch and they were like, you're going to spend the rest of your life with her. And I was like, what? 
And then all of a sudden, this huge wave, no joke, it was a wave of energy that came underneath my body and lifted me off the couch. And I went over to her and I kissed her. That was crazy. Before that, actually, after between, actually, I should say between those two moments, I was at a bar and I had just gotten out of a breakup. And it was awful. I was so mad and depressed, like my job had sucked. Like life was just really rough for me. And so I was kind of just coming out of that. Like I kind of just, you know, I had my dark night of the soul and I was just getting a clear head and I was out at a bar. I was with my whole team and the coach said to me, the person who lands her will be the happiest girl in the world. And I was like, whoa, she would never say that to me. (laughs) I'm like, who the hell just got into her body? And this is before I was even studying this stuff. Like I was not meditating yet. The same thing with the three heads popping up. Like I'm telling you, like, it's funny what you notice, but like, you don't allow yourself to like notice it until later. Yeah, that happened. Like I was totally there. <laughs> like those heads popped up and like, why wasn't I like, what the hell? I don't know why, but like, I, I think cause you just have this sense that you're being guided. An angel 100% had popped into this person, looked directly at me and was like, wake the fuck up, Amy. You're going to marry this chick. Like, you need to get your shit together before you miss this opportunity. Like, I swear to God, that was like exactly what spirit was trying to do. It was like, and it felt like they had shaken me like that, that they had been like, wake up. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Some other funny stories would be the electrical things, the electrical problems that I've had in life. So in college, right when we got to college, we used to do a lot of walking around the campus. And every time I would go underneath a streetlight, the streetlights would go out. That was ridiculous. People thought it became a thing. Like people knew that if I walked under a streetlight, it was going to go out. One time I was running late to get to a conference in California. And because I'm always running late, I, I, I really try hard. I, I really, really try hard. Anyway, so I'm running through the airport and I, I the line is like way too long and I know I'm going to miss my flight. So I decide that I'm going to join clear. The lady's like, okay, put your hand here and we'll scan your hand. I put my hand on there and I totally got electrocuted. And I looked at the lady and I go, ow, I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? And she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it just electrocuted me. And she's like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, this is just me. I just did that because I was late and I like my energy was fried. That was funny. Another time I was working out after I had gotten a stomach virus. I also had drank too much a couple of nights earlier. And then I think it evoked something else in me. So I was like recovering. I was like five, six, seven days later or something like that. I, I, I could have been at the gym, but I probably shouldn't have been. And so I'm like running on the treadmill and I had this iPod. Oh, that's right. That that was another funny thing is that iPod, one of the first times that spirit was like, you're about to get a gift and it's an iPod. And I was like, no way. Like, who the hell is going to give me an iPod? It was fun. And she gave it to me that day. But anyway, so I was with that. Is that what it's called? This little square guy. Anyway, it had a screen. I touched. That's what it's called. That's why I knew it was wrong. So anyway, so I'm I'm working out with my eye touch and it won't work. And it keeps going like, I guess it was like the early on Siri. She is like audio, not right. You know, saying something to me over and over and over again. And I'm like, fucking hey, like, I just want to work out. So I'm like trying to run on the treadmill while she keeps screwing up. So finally, I'm like, forget it. I'm just not going to even use it. I'm just going to leave it and like keep running. So I keep running. And then all of a sudden the treadmill shut down and I was like, Okay, it is definitely time for me to go home. I should not be here. Another time 
I was up in the mountains in Crested Butte with a bunch of girls. We were doing a girls trip and we were hiking and then we're coming down the mountain and I'm driving and this guy, this hippie guy has his truck at the bottom of the hill and he's like waving us down and he's like, hey, can you please give me a jump? And I was like, sure. You know, my car was fairly new and, and he had like this old jalopy truck, which he had built out like a little house on the back. I don't know how to explain it, but I hook up my truck to his truck. We try to jump it and it doesn't jump. It's like that dead. So he, the kid's like, oh, it's all right. You know, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just give it a shot. Can you give me the keys? So he hands me the keys and he's like, what are you going to do with the truck? And I'm like, just just watch. So I stick the keys in and I turn the key and I channeled my energy through it and I jump started the car. And all of my friends in the car started laughing because they knew. And this kid, his face was like, what the fuck just happened? It was pretty, it was amazing. I, I still think about that kid. Like he's just driving along on the road somewhere. And he's like, remember when that chick just jump started my car with her energy? That was funny. And then another time I was at the farmer's market with my friend Danielle and she had a brand new car. And for some reason, it just like the battery died. I don't know. Maybe I was too excited or something because she had essential oils and like we were channeling a lot of energy. We used to always have a lot of fun together. I was like, that's not cool. She has a brand new car. Like I, I need to help her out. So I was like, let me see if I can jumpstart it. Sure enough, I jumpstarted it. I don't even know what started all this with jumpstarting cars and stuff. Oh, God, I used to always, my Blackberries, my phones, they've gotten better, but they used to always freeze up, especially if I was emotional and I was writing something, it, it would just freeze up. It was really bad. Oh, another time I was doing a healing in my apartment in Florida and the electricity went out in the building and then it also took out the elevator. Then the electricity came on for the whole building, but the elevator still didn't work. That happened one time when I was doing a healing. Another time, this actually really freaked me out. So I was doing the healing, a, a different healing. I had an electric stove in that apartment and the electric stove turned on. So the burner was really hot and it wouldn't turn off. Like I, even when I turned it off, it wasn't off. Like it still was glowing red. So then I went around. I'm like, I know how to do this. Like, I'll just go turn off the circuit breaker. I turn off the circuit breaker and it still didn't turn off. I had to just like sit in the other room and make sure nothing touched it until it finally like died down. I Like the energy or something died down. Oh, here's another funny story. I was learning reconnective healing and <laughs> God, there's so many things that happened. I think it was the second level I was driving to my sister's house. Who, so I lived in Florida and she lived in North Carolina. So it was a seven hour drive. And FYI, for whatever reason, if I eat a lot of spinach on a, a long ride, I experience jet lag or, or that weird feeling when you arrive somewhere. So try it out. <laughs> I take a whole tub of spinach and I put it right on the, the, the seat next to me. So anyway, so I arrive at my sister's house. I, I like so excited to see her. I sit down on the couch and I put my feet up and on comes her fireplace. <laughs> So she had a gas fireplace and I always loved to go to her house and immediately put it on. But that time I just sat on the couch because, I, you know, I had just driven and I figured we were probably going out or something. And I put my feet up on the coffee table. And as soon as I did that, bam, the whole fireplace lit up. And I was like, and she, my sister saw it too. I, so I was just like, Whoa. and they said that if you were reading that book, the reconnective healing book, they said that a lot of strange things will happen when you're 
when you're learning it or when you're doing energy healing sessions. And so I do think some of the electrical stuff that I produce, I know that I run electricity from my heart. It actually comes through my laugh. From what I I've saw through doing the National Energy Healer Practitioner Test, also I heard recently that the CIA has studied manifestation and if and laughing really is helpful. So that makes sense in terms of frequency and energy. Take it for what it's worth. Let's see if there's any other stories I've got in me. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you this one. The first, very first podcast that I recorded with Amy and Mark, it was so exciting. We... <laughs> We blew out the light bulbs in my bedroom, which is so weird. That's, oh, I have another story. Okay, so I can tell you that one too. Yeah, so both of the bulbs blew out when we recorded. And I, I, they were working the night before, and then we went up and they were both blown out. So that was weird. And then also for, I think we had to get it rewired. Yes, I, yeah, Fen had to go get at least one of them rewired. So that was interesting. Oh, by the way, if I'm laying in bed and I'm clearing my energy, sometimes I will literally hear like knocks on the wall. Like when I feel a chunk of energy come off, it will like hit the wall and you can hear it. That that shit's real. And so the other story that I was going to tell you was when we were in our apartment in Florida, I was sleeping. All of a sudden, the light bulb above our bed in the fan just exploded. I was like, holy shit. Like it woke me up. Like I, I, I thought somebody shot it. I was so confused. But then I realized right before that I had heard the ringtone that was for the administrator of the massage school that I was going to. So like every once in a while, her phone would ring. And I, so I knew what it sounded like. So right before that, I heard her phone ringing in my ear. And then the light bulb went out and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. So I'm like, clearly there's a spirit here, but I'm not like, I get so scared. You guys <laughs> like, I, I like want to crawl underneath the covers, but I know it doesn't make a difference. But anyway, so poor Fen, she's there. She wakes up of course, cause she hears it and she's like, tell him to leave or whatever. So I was like, you can talk to me when in my meditation the next day. Well, it turns out it was my administrators of the massage school, it was her brother that came to me to talk to me about some stuff that happened right before his death. She was able to confirm all of it. And she's like, that makes me feel so much better about what happened with him. So that was cool. Well, here's another thing that was interesting. So I used to have a really cute radio that would channel Sirius XM in my apartment. And if I was writing a blog, so I write a lot of blogs. And when I was living in Florida, I have 75 blogs. So if you ever want to go back and find out what I was learning as I was learning it, they're there. They're amazing. I mean, every single word I chose was like very specific vibration. And I went through them recently and they're still just as amazing. But anyway, I'd be sitting there writing and I'd be listening to Sirius XM radio. And then all of a sudden I could feel my energy expanding and then the signal would go out. And it, I got so good at watching my energy expand and the signal, the signal knocking out Sirius XM that I could actually calculate when it was going to go out. And, and like I could bring my energy back in, turn on the songs and then turn it off and turn it on. So that was pretty amazing to like play with my energy in that way. I guess the last one I'll say was pretty amazing. It was definitely when I was being protected. I was on my way to massage school and it was probably around six o'clock. So it was or five o'clock. I think we started. So there was quite a bit of traffic and there were five or six lanes. And all of a sudden downpour came and 
it just was it so much rain in such a short period of time that cars just started spinning out it was almost like a video game it was it couldn't have been real like that's how crazy it was i mean cars were just spinning in all different directions and here i am coming down the highway and i'm like what am i gonna do like i'm i'm coming at 75 miles an hour or something like that and all these cars are spinning and i somehow navigated through that and i will say that yes i yeah i was definitely being guided and i was being watched over but i also know that like when you do long term meditation you have a better understanding of what is about to come like this has been studied like you can actually see plan for the future with your energy i do believe that that played a role in it there have been other times like one time a little girl almost got hit by a football and i was just sitting there and i my conscious self or I don't even know what self, but knew that this little girl was about to get beamed in the face with a football by accident from two grown men. And my arm just shot out and stopped it. Like it was like, (laughs) and the people around me were like, holy shit, did you play football or something growing up? And I was like, I have no idea how that happened. Like, I just knew, like I sensed it was about to happen. and, And that's how I stopped it. So when you when you hone your energy skills, but also like your intuition, you're able to calculate things a little bit ahead of time. So that's that's like a little gift that you get when you when you do work on yourself. Well, here's a cool story that you might not know. I I broke my back when I was 16 years old and it was I used to play soccer for many, many years and I was on the field and it felt like I got struck by lightning. So I dropped my knees and I was out for nine months of that year, but I was supposed to get a surgery for my back, but I decided last minute not to get it. And I decided to wear a bone stimulator and a body brace. Both of it sucked. It it was a, it was a really rough year for me. I got through it though. And I learned that I was like really a lot smarter than I was. I thought I was. And I started to apply myself. The cool thing that happened was I was able to heal my back in such a way that it was stronger than it was beforehand. And the doctor couldn't believe that it could be the same person that had broken them their back nine months earlier. So he called the radiologist and was like, this chick, he gave her my name. And he's like, is this, I mean, I don't think he said this chick, but he was like, these are the same scans, right? Like for the same person. And she was like, yep. And he was like, I, I've never seen anything like this. Like, you healed your back stronger than you had it before, like it was broken, which is good because it broke. So that was amazing. I, that was like, oh, my gosh, I, I really put in the work there mentally. Like I, I really envisioned myself getting getting back my life because he said you'll never play sports again. You'll never have a stand up job or a sit down job. And I looked at him for a second and I took it in and I was like, do I want this? And I don't know why I even knew to do that. And then I was like, no, fuck that. <laughs> could literally was like no that's that is just not happening that can't happen like i'm not i'm not here to just not do anything and certainly not play sports like that seemed like ridiculous to me so i i decided i was going to heal my back and i did i guess we'll end on that note i love you all thank you so much for listening mark and julie thank you so much for producing this show amy thank you for being my co-host Fenella, thank you so much for all your love and support you're my biggest fan you always listen to my podcast you give me good feedback i appreciate that so much aiden my son thank you for having me be your mom and understanding the value of the work that i do and just continuing to be the most amazing person that i've basically ever come in contact with he just he's amazing 
Thank you so much for listening to the Star Transformation Show. I hope that you check out all the episodes. This is now the 185th episode. And we will see what is to come in the new year or the new podcast year. I feel like I'm I'm being pulled in a couple different directions. So we will see what comes of the new year. So if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And please give us a review that helps other people find the podcast and like us on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm also on TikTok. Not as much videos there, but maybe more in the near future. So I love you all. Keep doing your work. Keep transforming, up-leveling, using these tools. They work. Life is magical and amazing. And use these stories to figure out what your stories are. Start getting more aware of the things that are happening in your life because there's always support around you. And I happen to pay attention really closely to what's going on and listening to the signs. I mean, I used to take a class for five years in a row on spiritual development. And every time I got in that car, there would be a song that would come on the radio that would explain exactly what I just worked on. It was incredible. So ask for your signs, look for them, trust that you're being guided and supported because you are. I love you. Until next week, let's heal together. Love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 